My guest today is a bassist for a great band called Long Distance Calling. We have a brand new album coming out on April 29th called Trips. I'd like to welcome Jan Hoffman. Hello, Roy. Hey, hi, Jan. How are you? I'm fine. And you? Good. Well, uh, nice to meet you, man. Yes, I'm nice to meet you. So you guys have the new album, Trips, coming out April 29th. I think the album's great. I didn't know what to expect from it. and uh, We didn't either. Uh, it was really an adventure. Like When we met before writing the album, it was just like, let's do something different and fresh and new. And we threw away um, a lot of old sounding stuff. So we just wanted to really make something new also for us. So And uh, yes, that was a big adventure and experiment. And of course, some of the old fans don't dig the the new style maybe but I think there's enough of new people and uh, those are the ones we need to reach but in Germany like it's not official yet but we are album of the month in Metal Hammer which is the biggest rock and metal magazine in that's, Germany yeah absolutely that's great so that's great it's before the new Deftones record which is really strange for me as a fan but uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah so we just try to do something fresh and this was really an intense time in the studio so we really tried to push us a bit well let me let me go back to to um why you guys decided to record a new album and you have a new label now and so because the last album was a few years ago so what how does it work with a band like you that that maybe takes a little time off and then you decide hey let's do something again what what makes you guys decide to go back into the studio and write again it was basically that uh, normally we needed like two years between two records and now uh, what happened is just life so there's um, kids and families and jobs and stuff like that so right, we right. we had the feeling that we just can't and don't want to write an album besides all that stuff so if we do it we need to focus really on it so we had to take some time off from our jobs and families and we didn't practice like normally like in the unpractice um, space a lot we just like the real um, cliche we just uh, um, went away to some huts in the in the um, woods or on the um, seaside <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm really like four or five times for five six days each and uh, we just were um, writing and I'm um, playing the whole day and recording almost everything so we had a lot of material and we just, um, uh, there were no limits. So we just said no limits for this record and let's um, jam and try everything. And in the end we can um, see what's um, good and what's not good. And so we took all the stuff into the studio and we worked with the producer for the first time, which is a pretty famous uh, German producer. And also for him it was something different like he normally he doesn't record with bands like us so uh, I think for him it was also really cool to have a experimental frame right so that was very intense and interesting um, did you so Martin is not singing on this album and you have yeah. a, a new singer Petter. Uh, Petter how did that change things and did you work with him while you were writing or do you guys write as a foursome and then you bring the singer in uh, on for this album because Marzen um, told us after we recorded the album that he will leave because of his um, private life so um, that's what I was um, talking about also he has a job and two kids right. and he's living very far away so that I think that was a bit too much time and pressure for him um, probably but um, there's all 
all good. So, uh, so we had to make up our minds who we want to ask for this album, and this was like Petter. So everything was recorded and written, of course, then before. But uh, when we asked Petter to join in for the album, he came over and we um, reworked the lyrics for the vocal songs and we reworked some vocal lines. So Petter was involved into the process. Uh, at least a bit, but of course Marzen was more involved because he was um, doing the the electronic stuff. But uh, normally we usually it's really like this that we write most of the stuff as a four piece. Right. You guys have a weird history in that you started as mostly an instrumental band and then started adding vocals here and there. And even on this album, it's maybe half of the album has vocals and. Um, you know, there's the long epic track at the end, which is like 12 minutes. That is an instrumental. So, how do you decide? Uh, we, we how many songs you want lyrics, or which songs have lyrics, or, or do you change uh, at the last minute and decide to write a, a vocals? How does it work? Uh, we tried that on the flood inside, but we realized that this is not the best way of working. So, for this album, we really decided on instrumental and vocal songs so before we started writing a song we knew that this should be a, a vocal song or an instrumental song because both approaches are very different when you write an instrumental song you have to take care much more of details and arrangements and twists and changes and for a vocal song it's important to leave room and space for the vocals Sure. Uh, songwriting so uh, this was said before writing but we didn't know how much vocal songs it will be in the end so we just said uh, let's make this depend on the quality of the songs so and of course um, like you said we started as an instrumental band so of course it's still important for us to have instrumental songs because we just um, like them but we also like um, vocal songs and that's why we had always one vocal song on an album before ever and uh, a lot of people don't know that we never wanted to be an instrumental band. We just um, didn't find a singer in the beginning, <laughs> and that's it. So, and and then we said, well, okay, it works like this in a way. So let's do it. But then we realized that it's fun to write vocal songs as well, and uh, that we don't want to uh, to do the same thing over and over again. So. Yeah, so we just started to develop ourselves and to evolve and just experiment. On f and for this record, as poppy as it might sound on the first first hearing, uh, is uh, it's I think it's the most experimental record we've ever done because we uh, tried a lot of things that we didn't try before. So it's a pretty experimental and brave record, even though it's very easy to get into it. Yeah, I don't know if I would uh, think of it as, as that poppy. I think it is experimental. I mean, there's a couple of songs that could be radio-friendly, maybe like Lines is, is one of them for sure, but uh, it doesn't seem out of place in the mix of the album, at least for me. Um, yeah. what's, uh, what's harder to write, uh, the instrumental songs or the, the lyric songs? I think it's... It Ah, I think it's both the, th um, the same really it's really I don't know if there's one of it uh, that's easier or not so sometimes we had like uh, songs instrumental songs that we wrote like in 3-4 hours on, on one rehearsal so they were there immediately out of nothing in a way 
and then some songs take like six months or so and we go go on again and again and rearrange and, and rewrite on this song so it's very very different and the vocal songs they uh, they were like in the middle somewhere like maybe they take a lot of arranging work but right. uh, I don't think that one of them is easier or more difficult to accomplish so where do you guys uh, or you personally even draw your influences from because they're very uh, diverse there's some stuff that sounds you know almost 70s progressive there's some stuff that sounds very modern like Deftones maybe like you were saying so where where do you kind of fall into there where, where you draw influences from well, we are very, very different characters in the band, and I think that's a good thing, and that's what you can hear. We are very different from from our persons, and also from our um, personalities, and also uh, from the musical taste. Like, uh, there's one guy who's listening to a lot of '70s stuff and uh, blues rock stuff. There's one guy who is totally into prog and Van Halen. There's one guy that's me, which is the the old um, '90s guy that totally likes like um, Deftones and Alice in Chains and Tool <laughs> and stuff like that. And there's another one who's into a lot of stuff, like from um, Guns N' Roses to singer-songwriter stuff. Like so, uh, yeah, we have very very mixed uh, influence, and I think that's a great thing. And it's also always the most interesting thing. Because with every album, we totally start from scratch, and there's a white piece of paper, and that's it. And everybody's bringing his current influences into the band. So there's maybe two or three bands that we can agree on, and that's maybe Porcupine Tree and Pink Floyd, I'd say. <laughs> that's it. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, the songs. Uh, the first single, Lines, which you guys released a lyric video for. I guess that could be, like you're saying, maybe a bit more of the commercial side. Um, but very aggressive, very upbeat. What's that song about, and how does a song like that come together? Uh, I think this song was done out of two demo ideas, like two songs that we had before, which weren't perfect the way we wanted them to be, so we kind of experimented and played around with them, so we made one song of two songs, like the middle of the song is totally different from the rest, and this is a bit like the old Long Distance Calling, and the rest is uh, a new shade of the new record. So we just always tried, and it's also the same way in Plants, which are two totally separate song fragments, like in part one and part B. Oh yeah, uh, I love that song too. That song's so great. we always try to, to, to combine and to marry our roots with the future a bit, so that you can hear that it's us but it's something new and different and uh, I think that's interesting to hear so and this song is just about like uh, uh, go away in dreams and shape shift and be on a at a um, quiet place so all the songs like all the lyric songs they deal about this idea I don't want to say concept but the idea behind the album is this uh, trips is like a synonym for um, dreams so it's just um, um traveling through time in dreams and plans you were, you were referring to has that that big epic ending how does that song come to be that that's a very kind of big large epic song so which is very different from lines you know how do you write something like that we just um, jammed this song and uh, 
we really, really liked the first half, but then we had the feeling uh, it's very poppy and uh, this shouldn't be too long, so what shall we do? And we decided to, to just say fuck off and just <laughs> add a, a second part to the song, which is completely different, but it isn't. If you listen very, very carefully, uh, like when the solo kicks in, in the second part, actually the chords beneath that solo are the same as the chorus, like the vocal chorus in the first part of the song. Hmm. So so there's a um, connection of the chords in the second part, even though it's a completely different part, actually. So, uh, and this is like more like a classic rock, heavy, epic ending. And the first half of the song, when we wrote it and we um, jammed around with it, we even thought this might be too far out for the record, but we liked it so much and we think it's really, really um, um, good. So we decided to, left, uh, to um, leave it on the record, but it, like the chorus, it almost feels a bit like a Phil Collins song from the 80s or something. So that's a really weird song, but I really like it. Yeah, that's a great one. I think uh, I think everybody will dig that. Um, the uh, so you change labels. You're on Inside Out now, which is known for progressive rock and and yeah. that type of music. You can cross that line with your music, but do you see yourselves as a as a progressive band or more alternative, or do you even worry about that type of thing? We don't really worry about it. The only thing why we change actually it's on the same team anyway uh, behind it. So we just changed the logo because Inside Out is just a bit bigger and a bit um, broader in a way because I think Super Bowl is a bit more like a post rock or more special, yeah, uh, more a niche or whatever. And we never felt like a post rock band, so that's. Uh, so I I can live with experimental progressive, but I also think we are an alternative rock band, but it's progressive alternative. So yeah, maybe this black bands like uh, what are they called the uh, Australian band Carnival. Okay, car sure. Or um, Dredge, I love Dredge. It's an American band, and uh, most of the Americans don't know them. It's a great band in Germany. They really? did like 1,500 people or something. It's D-R-E-D-G, Dredge, okay. and they're from California. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> it's one of my favorite all-time bands, so um, you have to um, check it out. Like LCLO and Catch Without Arms. That's amazing records. Okay, you got, you got it, man. Uh, you know, last question, I'm curious. So um, <laughs> with your sort of diverse... Um, influences what you listen to and you were saying you're kind of 90s influence what are you listening to I guess Dredge is one of the bands you're listening to but what other stuff today do you listen to that, that you like oh yeah like uh, I'm like I said everybody in the band would say something completely different here <laughs> like for me it's like uh, yeah I always like the old stuff like yes I'm like I said Deftones Pantera A Perfect Circle is one of my favorite bands Tool of course mm -hmm. uh like new stuff it's like um, Daughter maybe it's a more like uh, wave band or whatever you want to call it so I still really like stuff like Pink Floyd so it's not that much about uh, proc or post-rock music in the first right, place right. I like um, Biffy Clyro for example yeah, that's good. You know what? I can sort of hear that in the music the, that it's very it's vast. It doesn't it it sounds like like you guys, but it does not every song sounds the same. 
and it keeps you interested. And in, even when it's instrumental, it, it keeps you engaged. It's a great album, um, Trips. It comes out April 29th. And uh, thanks for talking with me, man. I appreciate it. I wish you the best on the album. Thank you very much. All right, buddy. I'll be in touch. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Tian, for the interview. We're going to close with the track off of Trips, the first single called Lines. For upcoming news and interviews, please check theprogreport.com, follow us on Facebook, at The Prog Report on Twitter, or download the podcast on iTunes. Thanks. Seeing the strangest places Become a secret land